Welcome to We Have Issues, episode two. I'm Anthony. I'm Steven. And um, we, we, have well, we have issues. <laughs> I wrote down some things that we can talk about, you know, kind of catch up from last week. So it's been a long week. Like it's been, I, guess, I think every week long this week. year, it's been a long year, right? It's been a rough year. Chadwick Boseman died this week. Oh my week. God. Yeah, man. Speaking of like comic book issues, um, I, I think, were you like me and probably like most other huge comic book fans, I had no idea that that was going on at all? Did you know? Not at all, dude. I just, I assumed it was like suicide or something or something crazy like that. And then it's like cancer and it's like, cancer? Like, yeah. What? Which like. And then like, you find out this dude was like superhero mode and was like going to like cancer wards and taking care of all these kids and doing all this stuff while battling stage three colon cancer himself. Like, yes. crazy. Oh, so, I mean. I, so I don't. I've been thinking about it just because there's so much that's been going on in the world, and I know that a lot of a big part of this podcast is talking about our issues. But I kind of want to avoid talking about most social issues, only because, and like, I just want your opinion on this, only because, not because like we have any like controversial opinions or like think anyone wouldn't watch because of that, but just because I feel like there's no escape anymore. No, it's we're inundated at this point. I mean, literally every yeah. I mean. I get it for sure. Like, there's you just can't turn anywhere. Yeah. Without, so, so without the most polarizing opinions. Yes. Oh my gosh, and it's it's becoming absurd. Like, I'm watching people argue about the most absurd and ridiculous things, and also using the worst arguments in the world on like for everyone. Everyone's just saying terrible things, name calling, and I just like I wanted your opinion on this because I wanted I thought it would be cool if this could be more about our personal issues and like how we dealt with certain things and. I brought up the Chadwick Boseman thing because I think that's on the cusp of like, it's a social thing, but it's, it's also comic book related. And, you know, I don't think there's, there, there should be no controversial opinions or argue in fighting. No, I will say at least in, at least in, so far. <laughs> yeah, right, right. So far it's been really, I mean, pure, like, I mean, I feel like everyone, you know, as, as it should be, of everyone's course. pretty deeply impacted by his death. I mean, I don't think anyone has a sour opinion about the man. He seems, yeah, he, I mean, ugh. It's a rough week, man. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. So I, I wrote th- that down because it's been a rough week socially, and I was just I realized how often or how frequent you know we've been having those sort of weeks. Um, not that that specifically affects our ability to get our work done, but I think spiritually it might you know at times like it definitely because i feel the weight of a lot of it you know and a lot of it is is like you know familial infighting and that sort of thing and you see it and it just weighs on you and it's and it's you know it's seemingly never-ending it's just like this weird snake eating its tail and you can focus on it forever until like you like while you're standing on the track and the train's coming at you you know like it feels like it's going to take you down at some point if you don't look away you know and i don't mean to say that you know our podcast is going to be like the ostrich hiding its head in the sand or whatever you know or you know but but it can be it can be and it can't i mean (laughs) if there's like a sandstorm what better place to put your head (laughs) i'm just saying but i just like you know what do you think of that no i agree it's it's we have issues not you know you guys have issues. Yeah, it's not, it's not about the world. It's about us. Your guys' problems. It's yeah, our you guys have problems. We're being, this is our podcast. So yeah, this is... You're the star of this. Doing comics and stuff. This has absolutely nothing to do with your, your political agenda. Okay? <laughs> exactly. 
<laughs> okay, good. I'm glad we're on the same page with that. And nothing else, Stephen. However, I did want to start talking about Nutsky. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, so keeping that in mind, so how did you do this week with your goal? I did some pretty good stuff. I don't know if I should have folded up to the camera or if I should send you pictures and you should edit them in later. But just get so cute to see how it Oh, very bad. cool. Okay. That's, that's a close-up of, of your characters, a little gramophone. Oh, I like that. There, there's me. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the Tommy character. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's really good. That definitely looks like him. And Brandon. <sighs> I love Brandon so much. That's definitely not classic Brandon, but I like it. And that, I that's, that, that's current Brandon. Brandon's <laughs> He's pretty cool now. So. Yeah, I, I think it's fair to represent people in a way that that will kind of glorify who they can be in the, at their best. Yeah. <laughs> We've definitely all had our worst moments. So, um, yeah, I I did pretty well. I basically I outlined. So when I write comic books, what I like to do is I start with like a story structure, like circle story structure. I learned from Dan Harmon. Um, and Joseph Campbell's The Whole Hero's Journey, this Hero of a Thousand Faces thing. So I just outlined the entire plot of the story from like who the character is, what he needs to do, uh, where he's going to go back in time, obviously. Um, so he's in search of something in the thing he needs. So I go through this, the whole hero's journey and then I begin outlining every single issue. <laughs> And so, yeah, my process is always outlining every single issue broadly, and then I'm going to go in and outline panel by panel, and then actually write. So, as I've been doing this, I, it, it seems like it's going to be pretty narrative heavy, you know? Like, I imagine it's going to be a lot of, like, external dialogue, that kind of, you know, like, that sort of running narrative throughout the whole thing. Um, <clears throat> I'm really interested to see how we're going to make the music work, you know? Yeah, it's going to be fun. And I've been doing a lot of like, I don't know, man, I've been playing a lot of different uh, styles of music. I actually uh, started messing around learning, remember Cliffs of Dover from uh, Guitar Hero? Oh, yeah, yes, yes. yes. Yeah, I've been like, like learning that. I learned some Clapton. I'm just trying to like broaden my like, you know. Yeah, my, the genre horizons. Yeah, because I mean, I, you know, obviously, you know, metal and like, especially like pop punks. Uh, right. So all those different things we used to listen to were heavily influenced on my writing and stuff. So mm -hmm. I'm trying to incorporate some more melody. Into yeah. I think we should just play the same four chords over and over and just <laughs> sing in different ways. I mean, what is it? Almost every radio hits the same four chords from one. Right. Of we could totally do it. But, but yeah, I, so as I've been outlining, I'm really interested to see how we're going to incorporate like the feel of a song in the page you yeah. know and especially i because i, I want to make it so people don't need to listen to the actual songs in order to enjoy and appreciate the comic mm -hmm. but i of course i think it's going to enhance the experience overall mm -hmm. right so for sure yeah. but i i think i was mostly successful you were mostly successful this yeah, week yeah I, I got a few doodles in i need yeah. to start up on some things though yeah That's what do you think I mean, I can draw feet, but I don't. I don't. I choose not to most times. I need to stop. Doing I think that. we could just have a foot-free comic. I don't see the need for them. Hashtag Liefeld. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It is true. But 
<laughs> I mean, I, it's pretty rare with the exception of like people laying down maybe with their feet up you know across that sort of thing you can always use references for that yeah. kind of stuff anyway i'm gonna get so good at drawing like naked feet that i'm gonna, in, I'm gonna insist that every character does not wear shoes you're gonna be the tarantino of comic books <laughs> exactly it's close up of the feet <laughs> just a close-up of feet and then welcome feet going into a drawn version of me's mouth because that's what <laughs> i imagine Tarantino would do <laughs> All right. That's a, that's a little joke against him and Salma Hayek in From Dust Till Dawn. <laughs> From Dust Till Dawn is a great movie. We're going to talk about a vampire movie every podcast. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> Not as good as Last Boys, but no, it is good. It is so good, though. Honestly, yeah. I, like, From, From Dust Till Dawn, the first one holds up. It's a fantastic movie. Dude, I so saw, that was uh, one of the movies I saw. Oh, you were saying it's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome, yeah. Oh, dude, that was one of the movies I saw way too young. <laughs> like I, it, it occurred to me after the fact where I was like, "There's no reason I should have seen that movie." I remember exactly when, I, like, how I watched it. I'm sure. Okay, so my aunt and uncle were sitting up in their bed, and I crawled and like snuck into their room in front of their bedboard. They had like a bedboard, and they had to have seen me. Well, things could have been going awry. Like, oh, they could have been <laughs> awful. That could have been a really bad situation for me. Maybe it was, but I was so just drawn into that movie like a bug light that I didn't notice. Hold on. <laughs> but... He has some sort of like sexually repressed charges <laughs> of you every time you watch from Dust Till Dawn. <laughs> I mean, Cheech says some things in that movie that I was not ready to hear. I, I don't think any of us were. I, I, honestly, I'm still not ready. Every time that scene comes up in the movie, it hits me so hard. Oh, yeah. That's so funny. Um, Oh gosh, I love that movie. I love like, although I I told you I I met Danny Trejo. I, I told you about this, right? I think so. I tell you, okay, so I met Danny Trejo, who's like the bartender in that movie, who's the biggest, toughest looking badass I've ever seen in my life. Scars. Um, but but when I'm like I'm okay, so I I was at a hotel with my my aunt and uncle, and I held the door open for my aunt and uncle. And then a couple other people walk by. So I just continued to hold the door. Just kind of, you know, when you get caught doing a good deed, you're like, I guess I'm getting punished for this now. You yeah. know? So, but, but that happened. So I let a couple more people go. And then I saw more people coming. And I was like, I'm not going to close the door in their face. Whatever. Just go ahead. You know? Turns out it was Danny Trejo. <laughs> so it was Danny Trejo with this a huge group of giant dudes. Um, so they all go in. Finally, I'm free to walk in. But now sep- there's a sea of giant dudes separating me from my aunt and uncle. And I'm just like... This- yeah, yeah, you got to cut the line. You got to cut the line. <laughs> Dude, so I get to be the fool who just goes, Mr. Trejo, Mr. Trejo, Danny Trejo. And I just start like saying his name. Finally, he stops. And this whole entourage turns around. And I'm just like, May I please get by so I can go see my my and he's like, oh yeah, go ahead, you know. But as I walk by, I realize I'm like a full two feet taller than him. I'm like, this is nuts. This is and I crazy. I never would have noticed. I, it was so funny. It's yeah. So funny. But yeah, so we did pretty well. So it's like sidetracked with vampire movies. So what's our plan for next week? And like, is there anything you think you have to improve? Like, did anything get in your way with your drawings? Uh, like I said. I- I want to get better with uh, with some of the positionings and stuff like that of characters and just like ang- like more creative angles. Um, I feel like like in, not that like I mean, of course, scavengers and the absentees have their weaknesses. I feel like I, I don't 
I just need to get a little bit more dynamic. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I almost have it, but like, there's like, there's, there was like, I remember there was that one panel you, you pointed out in the absentees that one time where like, I basically wasted an, an, uh, a whole panel on an inaction. Like he's grabbing Jeffrey, then he's right. grabbing Jeffrey still at a distance and then pulling Jeffrey in mm-hmm. when I could have just had him pull him in and yeah. grab all at the same time. So like, it's stuff like that I want to tighten up on. Mm-hmm. More cool, like, like just cool angles. I want to get the characters down a little tighter. So... I think I have your character down pretty good, though. I mean, yeah. I, I have a pretty good idea of what he's he looks like, what his expressions are. He's always sad in the pictures I draw, which is pretty true to life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, noted. <laughs> Red, loud, and clear, Stephen. <laughs> I made me look as hipster as possible because I figured you might as well just, you know, lean into it. I mean, you're already married. You can't get more married, Steven. Stop making yourself sexy. And I'll, do is I'll put a different craft beer in his hand in every panel. So it's like just a different brand. <laughs> craft brew companies. Here's your <laughs> That would be a pretty cool job, drawing for like beer bottles. Uh, Wouldn't so that be cool. awesome? There are so many good ones. Uh, you know what I think, though, is like, it, that's the unfortunate thing about art is, is art is so fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, people are like, yeah, I'll draw you. I'll draw your character. <laughs> Here's your beer, uh. buddy. Enjoy it. I love drawing. That's yeah. like kind of what happens to us. We just like, we just like to draw. So, yeah, it it really does. Um, it's really hard to ask people for money for things that you like to do, and I, we have to get better at it. Like uh, my friend Jesse, the photographer, is really good at that, and just like putting her best foot forward and like basically stepping up and demanding the thing that she knows she's worth. You it's know, and that's. It's really what it, I think it's a self-worth thing. I, I yeah. honestly, I think this really plays into a bigger role into who we are as people and how we need to like kind of identify that we need a little bit more self-worth in ourselves. That's really what it is. Yeah. So basically our comic book issues are going to be $78 and you're going to, you're welcome for that very and cheap there's going to be six variant covers for each issue, <laughs> so you better collect them all. It's going to be every character in several positions, every articulated pose you could possibly do. <laughs> and the but no feet. It's not gonna be like fresh art. It's gonna be like, it's like the background's green and then the background's red. I'm not getting super creative. You just gotta, gotta collect, them <laughs> collect them all. Collect them all. Gotta collect them all. But, but yeah, I think I think that's true. I um, yeah, we undersell ourselves so much and like we underestimate our own value and it's it's sad. But I think we'll we'll get better at it as we go. I think yeah. I. I I've always kind of had the like the the if we build it they'll come mentality of just like let's do it and see what comes of it you know and just that's why I'm so invested in just finishing and seeing what we can do yeah and, for sure. but yeah I, I'm looking forward to seeing where this goes so our idea is a a graphic novel right like it's not going to be issue based. No, yeah. Either either a graphic novel or just a thick issue, basically. Yeah. Right? Like, uh, well, because I, I outlined it for 44 pages is what I got. So that's like, about two issues, like two and a half yeah. issues, you know. Um, we could probably go a little longer. It depends on how we're feeling about it. Uh, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start writing it this week. That's my plan. So that was my next question to you is, you know, what, what do you have? What are you going to plan for next week? What was your goal? suppose i should tighten up on some of the some more concepts and if you're going to have it written out obviously i can't really storyboard anything yet but i can at least have the character concepts down right um i know the characters are rough people that we kind of went over a list so maybe just shoot me a list so i can like make sure i have everyone checked off right the quote-unquote tunicers too i didn't finish really. 
<laughs> you made her thick. Let me see. My wife is gorgeous. I need to capture her beauty in drawing form as best I can. Despite the futility of trying to do so because <laughs> she's beautiful. Yeah. So last week I mentioned that we might play like comic book games. Um, so previously on Anthony's Life, I had a podcast with my ex uh, called A Couple Conjectures. And the concept was, uh, the concept of the whole podcast was we would go through this book, the DC Comics Encyclopedia. Uh, we'd go through the glossary and find names that we've never heard of. And we would try to guess who the character is. So we try to guess if they're a hero or a villain and what their powers might be at the very least. All right. And DC is good for me because like, I am not a DC fanboy at all. Here's the thing. Uh, Even if you were so many of these characters, no one has heard of. I have a pretty broad knowledge of comics and such, but I had never heard of brother power, the geek who turns out to be like a puppet elemental. Yeah. This is a real character that I learned doing. Okay. So there's a character named Brother Power the Geek who was a dress shop mannequin that someone in the 70s put a shirt, like a bloody shirt on and lightning struck it, struck the shirt. And it wasn't that the person who owned the shirt came to life. It was just a new creature came to life, fusing the blood and the spirit of the 70s and the dress store mannequin and created a character called Brother Power the Geek. And he like went off on these adventures and became a circus performer and then also a politician. It was very weird. Uh, But then I found out that Mike Allred did a comic of Brother Power the Geek afterward. Isn't that weird? It's like small world. Yes, it's very small world. So I thought it would be fun for us since we're a comic book based podcast to just play that game and see how it goes. If you're interested, you want to try it? You have the book, so you you, you choose. All right. Let's see how well okay, I'll let you choose the letter. Just any letter you want. Let's go with K. Okay. Okay. Do you know the way? <laughs> All right. Do you know Kid Slick? Kid Slick. Okay. No. Kid Slick. I do not know Kid Slick. Yeah. There you go. Name. I'm going to guess. Kid Slick is probably an adolescent boy. Okay. Who develops some sort of power that lets him kind of move quickly by sliding on surfaces. Ooh, okay. I like it. Hero? Villain? I'm going to lean towards, like, not like, he's a hero, but he, he's kind of arrogant. So he probably, like, messes up every now and then, gets a little... Gets a little I like that. Up. I'm imagining, like, Marty McFly. Like, Back to the Future yes, Marty McFly. Exactly. But, like, yeah. Just, like, hero. Oily shoes, like, basically. Oh, like, that's, like, yes. Slick shoes. All right. So let me see. Let me see if I can find Kid Slick. Uh-oh. Page 99. Oh, yeah. This is always my favorite because I love this team, but I had no idea that this person was a thing. Uh, he's part of the Doom Patrol, apparently. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. He was... Is that Gerard Butler? What was that? Is that Gerard, Gerard Way? Sorry, not Gerard Yeah. Gerard, well, Gerard Way is doing this like... This emo! No, it's Gerard Way. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. I just say Gerard Butler. I knew it was Gerard Way. <laughs> I must have Gerard Butler on the mind. You're not okay, Steven. <laughs> <laughs> um, it says, Kid Slick, Vic Darge, surrounded by a frictionless force field aura that slow, that, oh, that slews uh, off attacks and allows Darge to slide across any surface. So he so is, 
in okay. eight months. Like, that's pretty funny. You were very close. But Doom Patrol. And he's a good guy? And he's a good guy. Yeah, Doom Patrol. Awesome. I hit that one right on the head. That was pretty good. Like, there are so many. Okay, like, Nergil. Nergil? Nergil. Nergil? Okay, Nergil. Nergil, Nergil. Let's think here, Nergil. All right. Uh, With a name like Nergil, you're definitely a bad guy. There's no questions asked. People are picking on you. There's no one chanting your name, Nergil, hoping that he's going to be doing good. Um, (laughs) So I'm going to guess Nergil is probably... I'm going to say he doesn't really have powers. He's like a sort of brainiac, maybe has like gadgets yeah. like that. And he, yeah, he hates people. And he hates people? He's a bad guy. Okay. He's a bad guy who hates people? Yes, sir. But, but no powers. He has like gadgets? I'm thinking he has gadgets. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking Virgil he's... sounds like a nerd name for sure. Yeah. I mean, I would have guessed, I would have guessed some sort of like Toxic Avenger nerdy character. Mm-hmm. But all right, let me see. Nergil appears in the Green Lantern. Let me see. Oh. Ruler of the Underworld. Oh, so I was, I was right about the villain, but this dude's more powerful than I originally yeah, he's way, thought. He's way more powerful. Apparently, he's immortal. He's a mystical. Uh, his mystical. He might derive from an Owen technology, though. It might have arrived from like the Green Green Lantern's planet technology. Whatever okay. his power is, a glean from eons of wandering, wandering in space. So he's super powerful character. And the reason why he's a bad guy though is because people are like, "What's up, Nergel?" Should <laughs> have had a better name. I hope we're pronouncing it wrong. I hope someone no. calls us on it. Well, like, I mean, uh, okay, what are the Nergel? It would be yeah. Nergel. Nergel. It has to be Nergel, right? It has to be Nergel, right? Like Nergel. Virgil, I'm thinking like powerful angelic yeah. name. Yeah. yeah, I think so. But I'm just saying I'm pretty proud of myself that the first time I ever played the game, I actually got, got it like right on the head. I you mean, got it like right on the head. Slick and everything. Uh, Kid yeah. Slick, for sure. That was basically perfect. You just know who Kid Slick is. I'm a little suspicious that you're Kid Slick, as I've never seen you and Kid Slick in the same room. In the same room. Yeah, um, so here's the thing, Anthony. I'm slick. <laughs> so slick and so young. <laughs> Call me Kid Slick. Oh, shit. I feel a freestyle rap coming on. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> I'm the hip-hop apotomist. My lyrics are bottomless. Oh, man. I actually started... I, I, I always start watching Flight of the Concords. Is that what it is? Flight, Flight of the Concords? Yeah. yeah. And I always get to, like, half of it, and then I just stop watching it for some reason. But it's so funny, man. Like, okay. I laugh so hard. The next thing I wrote down is literally, have, have you watched anything good or read any comics or any, anything good or watched anything good lately? Um, and speaking of Flight of the Concords, have you watched What We Do in the Shadows? Mm-mm. You, okay, so there's a movie. Do you know about the movie What We Do in the Shadows at all? So, but, so What We Do in the Shadows is Jemaine, uh, Taika Waititi, and like this whole great cast, some of them from Flight of the Concords. Um, but it's a faux documentary about vampires in modern day mm-hmm. and it's hilarious. But there's a show that's spun off of the movie that I think is even better, honestly. It, really? it, it's hilarious. It's so funny and definitely worth watching. It was one of those shows that, it was actually the only show since I think The Office, maybe Parks and Rec, that I immediately restarted after I finished watching oh, the season. Yeah, I pretty much have The Office and Parks and Rec on repeat. Yeah, so 
Like those shows were shows I was like, I enjoyed them so much that as soon as I was done watching the series, I was totally willing to just start it over. And I understand. I, I've said recently to someone that if I had the streaming rights to The Office, I would just make my own streaming service of The Office. Uh-huh. It would be, be $4 a month for The Office. And you know how many people would buy that? Everyone. Everyone would just buy that. Everyone buys Netflix for The Office. I mean, it's just a truth. Yeah. So, but yeah, so many people love The Office. But anyway, I, I had that feeling again with what we do in The Shadows, where it's just the rewatchability is infinite, and I love it so much. And the characters are fantastic. There's, there's an energy vampire in it named Colin, and he is just every person you work with that you wish you didn't work with. Oh, man, that's awesome. Yeah, I know we both have talked about those people uh, together, but it's so good. I think... So if you haven't seen that, I think, you know, you should totally check it out. Is it on Netflix? Uh, it's on Hulu. Oh, I have that too. So it's you on Hulu? Hulu? Yeah, it's on it's on Hulu. Hulu. Someone I know has Hulu and I have their Hulu. There you go. Exactly. They have my Netflix. It's just how it all works. You know? Yeah. Um, other than that, I watched uh, Lovecraft Country, which is on HBO. It's really um, good. It's, it's only three episodes deep. So now, is that like, love, like Lovecraft Horrors? Like, is that what like, the whole idea is? Yeah. So, well, I... I guess it's based on a, on a novel or a novel or novel series that I haven't read yet, yet because it's so good that I'm definitely going to go read those novels at some point soon. Um, but the first three issues or issues because of comic books, uh, but the first three episodes are so good. It's it basically it takes place in like during uh, segregation, early integration, um, and it follows th- these people who are living in a world that of expanded monsters that they are only now discovering that like at least our characters are only now discovering so it's really fascinating to watch them deal with uh, you know modern social issues as well as awesome perfectly rendered lovecraftian monsters you know like just the coolest versions of like monstery vampires you'll ever see it's oh it's so worth watching but i watched that and i also watched the first uh first episode of the vow which is a documentary about that uh, that se- that weird sex cult that the girl from the girl from Smallville was a part of that. Do you remember the blonde girl? Yeah, from- this the guy. Yeah, I, I remember. Her, and she, didn't she get time for it too? Because she was like one of the higher ups in it. I I don't know. Yeah, I know she was supposedly uh, you know uh, getting people into the cult. I've, I'm only one episode deep in it, so I don't know that much about it yet. But it's. I remember when that was happening. Though, when yeah, was, I remember. Like I not so much when it was happening, but when it was finally like coming to the surface, what was going on? Yeah, I read that she was. Um, she was like priming women and you know grooming them for to be part of yeah. this sex cult. They were you know who, I don't know what they were doing. I have to look into it slash watch every episode of this documentary because it's really cool. Um, it's also really interestingly made by. There was a documentary called "What the Bleep Do We Know." That was kind of like a, a little bit of woo-woo, but like interesting new age slash um, like philosophical, psychological documentary of just about like human experience. But the guy that made that fell into this cult and he's the one who made this documentary. So he's already like this like interesting documentarian who, I don't know, like whether or not, I don't know if he has anything worth saying, but it's really interesting, you know, and like watching it has been fascinating so far. So totally worth watching, you know, but if you're interested, have you watched anything lately? Like, um, let me think. <laughs> Tina and I have been watching actually on Hulu, we've been watching King of the Hill because I haven't watched King of the Hill in like years and it's on there all nine or 10 seasons of it. Yeah. So. 
I think of King of the Hill all the time. Dude, the show I, is so good, dude. Like, Mike Judge is so good. He really is. It's, yeah, he really has his finger on the pulse of something interesting, for sure. Yeah. You know, um, but I think about King of the Hill, like, I, well, up until recently, it was, you know, COVID, and I kind of met someone, thankfully. Um, but I've been, I was, like, dating for a while, and I would hear all of these horror stories from these women, uh, just, you know, about unsolicited pictures and you know that like just aggression and like all of these things and it always reminded me of Boomhauer from King of the Hill and just there is an episode where there's an episode where uh Boomhauer is teaching Bobby how to pick up girls and his method is to just go to the mall and just hit on every single girl until finally someone says yes and I was like if that's not the perfect like pigeon poking at a button like just that's exactly yeah. what, that has to be what men do. Like what, the mentality of like the, I'm gonna send, I'm gonna send, who, who? I don't know, I don't who, know. Who has given these men yeses? Okay, maybe they're not. Maybe, maybe they heard a story once. <laughs> maybe, maybe they heard that it's a thing and they want to believe in whoever told yeah, them it was possible. Let's, I mean, if, if a flat earth society can form out of nowhere, exactly. I'm sure, sure a, a deep, a deep pick society could too. Right? But like. We gotta get to the bottom of these DVDs. It's like, it's like really like like just like this, this dude that started it all is like this huge troll and just wants to see all these men suffer. Like he's just laying back laughing at all these men sending him. It works. It works it, for me every week. It's like kind of like the Naked Man episode of How I Met Your Mother. Yes. You know? Yeah. Well, they even talks about like yeah yeah he talks about the success. Yeah. yeah. But dude. So Tina and I were watching Seinfeld. We're watching. We just watch, We just rewatch old shows. I wish I watched new stuff, but we we just don't have time to watch new stuff. I don't, I can't explain it. I know our generation understands what I'm saying. Yeah, For some reason, you can't commit to a new show because you you can't be paying full attention. So like you want to just half you want to dip your toe in. Like I've seen Seinfeld plenty of times. I can dip my toe in. But uh, it was an episode where um, I forget what she says, but or what jerry says but basically it's um it's the art vandalay episode okay. and he's trying to impress that lawyer girl and george is being george and jerry says something like uh do you date basically like do you date people like that and she says Om almost exclusively and i was like tina isn't that in something else and like yeah dude it was in high it was I don't know if it was intentionally referenced, but it was right. a time mother also, I guess. Ted asked, do you, do you date dumb people? And he's like, almost exclusively. exclusively? Like, they ripped that line straight out of Seinfeld. It was just weird. Was... That is weird. I'm sure that happens all the time. I mean, I, mean, I, I would like to think it's an homage at least, but I really hope that someone didn't just steal the joke. But no, like, I, yeah. I, think, I think if anything, it, it could have been either homage or someone who literally just didn't realize they were stealing it. I think that like we've, we're so inundated with, the, with those sort of lines that we don't even know when we came up with something sometimes. Like that's, I've, I've I'm a horrible, dude. I have the worst memory. I, 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 I've probably stolen stuff from so many people like when it comes mm. to music and everything because I just have the worst memory, dude. Like, yeah, I don't remember when I hear something or know something. I, I usually have a pretty good memory, but I definitely have had those moments where I'm like, is this mine? So I've, I've written on Facebook and, you know, on Twitter and been like, is this a thing that exists? <laughs> you know, I'd like, did I make this up? You know, so I actually, I had that recently with like a Facebook memory where it was in quotes and I was like, was that me? Did I come up with this? I'm just going to let it have, time can eat it. I don't know, whatever. Cause I'll never discover, I'll never figure it out. So the best line I ever uttered. 
which is actually what we talked we talked about this week though. Yeah, man. My mom and I were arguing. I was a angsty teen and yeah. I realized I had gained the upper hand on my mother and she was realizing that she was wrong in this discussion. And she starts to back down and she's basically telling me like, yeah, you know what? You're right, Steven. You're right. Okay. You're right. And I'm like, don't do the rain dance if you can't handle the thunder, mom. <laughs> it was so good. It was the delivery. Too. I mean, so I, funny. I wish, I wish it's one of those things where you had to be there, but you like. You did have to be there. Well, I was, it, it was a rapid fire round of like, it was, it was back and forth and I just fired that off at her. I, I was just, I was on the couch so often and like just to watch you and your mom have conversations or more just you <laughs> interact with humans when you were, <laughs> when you were like early 20s. Like it was so funny. Oh yeah, those were, those were interesting times. <laughs> I didn't look back to myself and say, man, I was, I mean, I was, I, mean, I was still lovable, but I mean, like I had some, yeah, I mean, I was, I was a bad person. Oh, we're all bad people, Steven. We're all <laughs> monsters. That's what Scavengers was about. My poor, poor siblings. No, yeah. They love you, though. Yeah, they... I, I don't know. <laughs> it worked out. <laughs> I think they're all better for your bullying. No, I'm kidding. No, it's, <laughs> no. it's funny, though. I Obviously, we've all grown and changed, and, you know, I... I know it's taken me a while to to kind of come into who I am as a person. You know, it's it's yeah. weird. Yeah, finding your identity, or like crafting an identity and cultivating who you are over time, is just such an interesting art that we do. You know, it's weird. It's almost like you. Um, it's like as you grow, it's like you look back and you remember the detail that you like the best about yourself, and you try to maintain that into this new shell that you're in. You know, so right. it's like. It's like you're constantly discarding what you feel is waste, but you're still cherry picking these like qualities that you think basically make you who you are. You yeah, know it's like saying? a like dispositional selection, like natural selection, but like your personality. You yeah. know, you let things die and die, become extinct when they don't work. You know, when they're no longer suitable for your environment. You know, so and that's good. That's how we become better people, right? Black-eyed peace even can't exist in 2020. It's just not someone that oh, can continue oh, existing. Ah. That, was one, that was one summer in Jacksonville, and that's where it stays, okay? I can't. I can't. I remember so specifically you coming home. Stephen came home from a trip in Jacksonville, and he was changed. <laughs> You're not going to believe this. Black-eyed peace. He's like, even know if we're going to be a thing. I'm like, no, dude, Black Eyed Peas is where it's at. <laughs> it's funny, though, because, of course, they were a huge band, you know, for, for, the, for a time. Yeah, not everyone, you need to understand, this is, like, in the throes of, like, the scene. Like, you know, we're listening to MCR, Census Fail, Silverstein, all these different, like, all these different bands. And I'm just like, you know, it's really good, though. <laughs> Black Eyed Peas. Forget <laughs> Are you just... Was- People who are singing about like weird introspective relationships they have with their own mind and bad relationships they have with teenagers. No. <laughs> you need some of this. It's <laughs> 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 so good. You listen to those songs so many times. It was the best. It was that was a long summer. But just like all popular music, it gets old pretty quick. And yeah, I don't know. Oh my <laughs> That was pretty funny. 
So, all right. So this has gone pretty well. Um, so for next week, you bit, you want to basically get the drawings down, make sure we solidify all the characters, right? Yes. Hmm. So because we did this podcast so late in the week, because we were yeah. because we have issues. <laughs> but, uh, so we'll just, I guess we'll just do it in three days and I'll, I'll just do as much as I can. Yeah, we'll do as much as we can. I mean, I, I plan on finishing the issue outline one by one, and then I'm going to get to my panel outline. So I'm going to start doing that. Um, or I'm sorry, I was doing page outlines, not issue outlines. Page outlines and then panel outlines. Um, and then I'm just going to start writing it. I really just want to like dive in and start writing this thing. So I'm pretty excited about that. I know I'm not going to finish writing it in three days. So, you know, um, actually, so my son's going to go, my son Atlas is going to go with his mom on Wednesday. So I'll have like Wednesday, Thursday after work to just write, you know, so I could probably get a bunch done on those days. And that's if the lady friend doesn't consume any time. See, that's, yeah, that's a whole issue. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I would totally love to meet someone else in your life yeah yeah it, i kind of fill that hole and the thing is, is if they're gonna fill that hole i need to make sure that they're gonna fill that hole properly you know what i'm saying if anyone's gonna fill my hole and it's not you they better do it right steven yes <laughs> i'm trying i'm giving it all i got i'm off i'm just a big gaping hole right now steven he seems pretty awesome from what i've heard so I, I'm, I'm excited for you yeah all right, so all right, so we have our plan for next week. I think this went pretty well. Uh, thank you all for listening to episode two of We Have Issues, and we'll see you next time. Catch you around. All right. <laughs> <You're welcome. laughs>